You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Well, welcome. Welcome. So here we are, the Geek End Update. Yep. Um, sorry for the delay because, you know, for those of you who live in Michigan, you'll totally understand this. Michigan construction. Just yeah. saying. Yeah, but I, I made our, <laughs> on our post, I blame the Michigan State tree. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, um, so yeah, so we are here. Sorry for the delay. Um, so I'm Wendy. And I'm Scott. And we have Randy making us sound good over here. Hey. So um, we are broadcasting from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak. And um, we are having a really – I'm super excited about today's episode because we all know – well, and if you're just joining us and you haven't – you know, you don't know me. I'm like the Disney queen, okay? So there's one other topic that – well, there's a couple other talk, but there's one other like geeky topic that I could really, really get behind, right? Besides Disney, and it's Doctor Who. So Doctor Who is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we did lose Brandon. I'm hoping he's listening, and and you know he'll be interacting via messenger, but he's no longer, you know, like going to be our a uh, uh, normal part of the show. So I am learning how to be both <laughs> like talker and computer monitorer thing so for all of our social media um i don't know if you're interested in the job you only have to pay us five dollars an hour oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding we may have to pay you for putting up with us but no i mean it's it's a lot of fun so if anyone is interested um definitely hit us up uh but uh but yeah um speaking of hitting us up though we definitely love this to be an interactive show um, both during and after. So, um, there are ways that you can be involved. Yep. So, if uh, you w- would be interested in calling us during the show, uh, you can call 248 579 5260. So, that's during the show. You can also, either during the show, after, or, you know, 3 a.m., whatever weird times that you're <laughs> listening, you know, to the recordings, uh, you can feel free to email us. At thegeekendupdate at gmail.com. Facebook us at our, our page is the Geek End Update. Or you can tweet us and follow us uh, at the Geek End Update. That, uh, the Twitter handle there, update is spelled UPD and the number eight. Uh, so just one, one more reminder you, know, you can call us live here at 248 579 5260. Awesome. So, um, also just heads up, we made an Instagram profile for us as well. Um, we're, 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 it's a learning curve. We're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy showed me how to work her Instagram. So I think I can actually incorporate that now. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but, um, we definitely want to start getting that involved as well. So, uh, for those of you who prefer Instagram versus Twitter or Facebook, mine will, my favorite will always be Facebook. I'm sorry. It's just. Maybe I'm just old school. I don't know, but that's, that's me. So, but, uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely get involved. Email us, tweet us, message us. Yeah, um, we've got, we've got them all turned on while we're doing the show. So you, you can easily get a hold of us. Yes. Um, well, he says easily because he's not the one looking at the computer. So yeah. I will do my best to make sure <laughs> so that it can, is easy. So you can, you can, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> confuse Wendy if you wish. So, um, I'm a little hyped up though. I don't know if anyone can tell, but it's just because, like I said, this is this is by far one of my favorite conversations to have. Is is Doctor Who? Randy, do you do you watch Doctor Who at all? Have you watched it? I have never seen an episode. <gasps> okay, all right. Well, feel free to ask questions. I don't know how easily it will be answered. <laughs> um, Doctor Who is for those of you who who watch it, you know it is just an enthralling amazing adventure that you go on. I I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It really is an adventure that you go on. Yeah. Um yeah. but for those of you who don't know, um I need to mute this apparently. I don't know what that was. But for those of you those of you who don't know, um it's Doctor Who is is a show that is about a time and space traveling alien. If comes from the race of time lords and uh, from the planet Gallifrey. All of this is extraneous information. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he goes to different planets and different time periods. And there's always, as with any show, there's always some sort of problem that comes up and he gets immersed in it and, and uh, has to fix. I need to fix how I say he because yeah. <laughs> this year – it is now a, a female. The doctor is now a female. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So I want to say a we will not be doing any spoilers for this season. We will talk about our thoughts on the new doctor, but we're not going to talk about any like the new episodes. Yeah, we won't we won't go into any in-depth details outside of just yet yeah, general um perception yeah so we're not gonna we're not gonna talk spoilers from the season any other season though it's completely open seasons <laughs> so spoilers if you have not yet caught up caught up however if you would wish to talk about spoilers you can feel free to message us on our facebook and we will gladly partake in that yes because i am kind of excited to talk about the new doctor um i will say jody whitaker i think they cast her brilliantly I really do think so. That, yeah, um, I think she is a great choice for the, the role. She's her energy is just phenomenal. I really do, and yeah. I think that they wrote her very well. Um, I I like that this transition was, uh, was exciting and uh, and new, but also it was really respectful. Yeah. So I I I do like it. Um, and you know she's the first female doctor so she's breaking new ground you know so now i will say just like any other doctor she's i'm having a hard time with her you know it's yeah. i always have that like like half season where i'm just like <laughs> this isn't my doctor <laughs> yeah i mean much like uh i mean really the case the case of the doctor uh him or herself you know they always also have a, a period of time where they're getting used to their new personality because every time that the doctor regenerates, it, it's, you know, not only meant to be a different actor, but the, the personality is just supposed to shift a little bit with that actor. Yeah. An actress. No actress. Yeah. yeah. We can't just say actor anymore. It's yeah. kind of cool. Um, so I just kind of want to like step back on a, on a personal note, just because again, I just kind of, I want people to be able to, to get involved if they're going to and everything and check us out and stuff. Yep. Um, but, uh, um, 
I can't I can't stop saying how excited I am about this. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Scott and I got married last year, and our wedding was a Disney Doctor Who themed crossover. Yes, it was epic. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear people go into weddings and stuff, and and people nitpick a lot. You know, or like, oh, they could have done this different. I honestly have not heard any complaints about anything of our wedding and I know I'm patting myself on the back. I don't care because I had never been to a wedding before. So every bit of planning I did was all Google and <laughs> wedding wire and just my own passion coming through. So um but it was it was really cool. Uh I even had true to Wendy fashion. I even found someone who made Doctor Who themed mini ears for me to wear at my wedding. So pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. We also uh, uh, had all of our table, uh, like tables rather than being numbered or whatever, we had them labeled by Disney characters dressed up as Doctor Who characters. Yep. So we had like Tinkerbell dressed up as the 11th Doctor and Belle dressed as Missy. It yeah. was fantastic. And, and I, feel like it's worth the quick free plug of um i forget what neek's business is called what's it called notable invitations yeah notable invitations did that for us Uh, so look them up if you're you're in the uh interested in invitations or any other um graphic design type stuff yeah she's she's definitely sponsored us and everything yeah she's great so um so yeah so but it was just it was a unique wedding and Doctor Who, and of yeah. course Disney. I couldn't not have Disney yeah, in my I, wedding. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I had one of one of my Sonic screwdrivers with me the whole time during the wedding. Yeah, you popped that out on me, and I was what? <laughs> we, we were taking our wedding pictures, and he just he's like, oh oh something's poking. Oh yeah, it's my Sonic screwdriver. Pulls it out from his his pocket. You've had that in there the entire time. What? <laughs> Yep. Yep. Way to go. There's a slight debate between either the tenth Doctor Sonic or the Master Sonic screwdriver, but that was I felt like, you know, going a little evil for my wedding. Not a not yeah, the way not to go. A great way not to go. Not the way to start it. <laughs> I think I might have been upset at you if you would have had his sonic screwdriver. So uh speaking of sonic screwdriver, so for those of you who don't know, it is something from Doctor Who that it. Screwdriver is such a weird term well, they, for it. They always, you know, they always make fun of that in the show. Yeah, you call how that is a that a screwdriver? screwdriver? Like how? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I like it though because, um, you know, like a couple times people have tried explaining it and everything, and it's well, it's it's screwdrivery. So, but it does a lot of stuff and it helps them get through, you know, computer systems and, and scan stuff. It's kind of cool. So Scott brought that to our wedding and it was weird, but it worked. I don't, (laughs) it worked. It's got the handle of a screwdriver. And if you can extend your mind just enough to imagine that every problem in the world is a screw. (laughs) (laughs) Other than wood. That is, yeah, can't do wood. Although you'd think it would be able to, but whatever. So, um, just one of the things about 
about Doctor Who is that there's so many things that don't make sense and so many things that do. And like just he's met himself several times, but somehow that doesn't disrupt things. (laughs) (laughs) It's like all of the, uh, the, the, the rules that we've learned about time travel and everything just kind of goes kind of right out the window, (laughs) you know, sometimes they adhere to it. Sometimes they don't, but it's like the definition of, of sci-fi I think is like, I mean, mean, sort of one of the, the great things about the show is that it can just sort of do whatever it wants to do and then use almost fan fiction style writing away whatever problems they come across. <laughs> Brilliantly yeah. writing oh, it though. Yes, yes. I mean I mean they've got great writers that, that go through and, and can take that fan fiction thing and, and you know wave the magic wand at it. Yeah. I I mean it's it's something that started right from the get go. Well not even just from the get go because um, the show's been on for over 50 years, you know, and that's pretty insane if you think about it. You know, there's not, I I can't think of anything that can say that. Can you think of anything that's been around for 50 years? Like, show-wise, like, obviously there's stuff that... <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember how long The Simpsons has been around, but I know that, that one's pretty, been around for a pretty long time. It can't so. be 50 years. There's no way I, it can be 50 I don't years. Think it'd be 50, I mean, just because it didn't exist during like black and white and television and, and Doctor Who definitely did. Yep. So I don't, I don't know. Um. So when it started off though, it was meant to be kind of like a fun educational show. So like, like think magic school bus, but only with history. <laughs> and the doctor is Miss Frizzle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> a bit more cranky it sounded though. Yeah. I mean, I I haven't seen any of like the original doctor stuff, but they they did a recent Christmas episode where they had uh somebody else play as him. And he came off a little little on the grumpier side. Well, he was just he was more like because, I mean, I haven't seen all of the classic Who. There's no way that you could have seen all of the classic Who unless you were alive and in the UK when they were airing them. Right. Yeah. So, um, so we'll just, all right. So we'll do, we'll do time frame really quick. So, um, so time frame. So when it first started, Doctor Who started, you know, started off over 50 years ago. And like I said, it was, it was meant to be an educational show. It would teach, um, you know, teach people about, events that happened in history, you know? Um, so in a, in a roundabout way, <laughs> but it was found that, that people loved it so much that it became more of an entertainment thing instead of an educational thing. But the original doctor, um, you know, it was, it wasn't meant to be like this long running thing, you know? Um, it, it wasn't. So, but the original doctor, he had some kind of heart issue. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, so he, he had some kind of heart issue and he couldn't play the doctor anymore. But the show had become so, um, so popular and entertaining that they were like, we can't just stop this. So they're like, well, wait a second. He's an alien. Why can't, why can't he 
change somehow? Why can't there be some sort of of thing that we can kind of continue it without the original doctor being it? Um, so I don't remember his name. It's I'm I'm horrible with names, so I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up really quick. But um, so but that original doctor he he had I want to say it's William Hartnell, but I could I, be wrong. I believe it's William Hartnell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, so they had him quote unquote pass away, but then his body regenerated and became the second doctor who was, I had to look it up. I'm, I had to cheat. I'm not even gonna, gonna lie here yeah. was Patrick, Patrick Troughton, Troughton, Troughton. I don't know. But, um, so he came about and, um, once once the person, once they felt like that doctor was, was had run its, you know, run his course or whatnot, or the actor didn't want to play him anymore, then he'd regenerate into the next one. And so um, that's how it has been able to continue for as long as it, it has. So, um, and as far as timeline goes, you know, you have, you know, you had the first doctor who started in 1963. And, uh, and then it continued to regenerate until the, seventh doctor and then there was a break and then there was the eighth doctor who had his own little movie about 10 years later i think i'm looking right now because again i'm cheating so yeah so um (laughs) yeah there's too much so yeah so the seventh doctor ended in in 1989 and that was sylvester mccoy to me he kind of looks like like professor snape <laughs> it's weird. Like yeah. I mean, I, I he's can pale. I he's can got that like the, angular face. The, the resemblance. He looks. He looks a little bit more like Professor Snape, maybe during the the. No, fight. no, that's Paul McGann. Sorry, no, the Sylvester McCoy. Uh, I'm I'm jumping ahead. Okay. Sylvester McCoy though ended in 1989, and then became Paul McGann, who reminds me of Snape. Oh, okay. I yeah. Gotcha. Brain. I'm super excited, and caffeine is like taking over. So, but Sylvester McCoy, um, he's actually, so we were watching The Hobbit the other night. And do you remember I told you that, that, um, the brown wizard? Yeah. That was Sylvester McCoy. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So he, he played the, uh, the seventh doctor. But anyway, so, um, so then that ended in 1989. And then the, the seventh doctor came, Paul McGann came and 90, and he had the movie. It was just a TV thing, um, and that was in 1996. And then there was another nine-year gap, <laughs> and they decided to bring Doctor Who back again. And that was with Christopher Eccleston, and um, he was the ninth Doctor, and he came in in 2005. Now, Christopher Eccleston, he is by far one of the most... Uh, I don't want to say hated, but he's just, he's the least popular, I would have to say, of all the, like, whenever you talk to someone, they're just, oh, just, you got to get through nine, you know, you got, <laughs> or you got to get through eight, you know, like, you got our, I, the nine, yeah, I cannot the talk. Doctor. You got to get through, you got to get through the ninth doctor. You just got to get through it. Just, and I'm like, I yeah, like so him. I, yeah. I mean, well, partly because, I mean, he was the introduction of Rose Tyler and Rose Tyler's still really my favorite companion. I mean, and that's probably a pretty popular belief. I don't know. 
But I mean, I liked her. Don't get me wrong. I I I loved Rose, but she's not my favorite. <laughs> I mean, like I feel like she's my favorite because I've put my foot in the ground and said she's my favorite. Because I feel like some of the you know some of the others like Amy and and um, I mean even Clara in the last season of herself like could be a decent comp- competition, but I don't know. I I have a thing for. The whole bad wolf. Um, <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, the ninth doctor had the majority of the bad wolf um, uh, arc. Well, yeah. And that, that was, I really liked that arc. So, the, so the, all right. Well, I mean, it was kind of, yeah, that's the majority. Yeah, you're right. Okay, I'll leave it. <laughs> although, although that's, that's what, Brought back Tenet to her, though, too. Yeah. You know? I mean, they said their goodbyes on Bad Wolf Bay. Yeah. So I don't know if, like, I don't know if by saying Nine had the the major arc of it. I don't know. I don't, I, I think the arc was over her, not over one doctor or the other. Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. So... But you know, during his whole during his whole reign, they kept you know just sort of dropping the bad wolf name sort of throughout episodes, random you know, yeah, different spots. So it was just sort of a strange build up to what it finally uh, you know culminated to during his reign. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, so this is why I'd be a horrible teacher though, because I get sidetracked, especially when someone pops in so but then so yeah so when when eccleston took over in 2005 it's been going on ever since and so people refer to anything prior to eccleston as classic who and from eccleston or 2005 um to now just new who you know or, or today's who or just regular doctor who you know yeah um it is like i said it is impossible for you to see every single episode of classic who the studio lost some of the episodes they found some they only aired some like certain times and um you know and a lot of them were not even allowed to be aired in america so it is impossible for us to see (laughs) every single episode episode of classic who um i have seen a little bit of every doctor um, I have not seen all of them, obviously, but I have seen a little bit of every doctor. And, uh, and so, um, and by a little bit, I mean, like probably the most that I've seen would probably be Tom Baker, just because I went out of my way to try and find more and more of his stuff. And Tom Baker was the fourth doctor. Yeah. I love the fourth doctor. I gotta say, and I'm going to have a completely unpopular opinion here. But um, so Tom Baker used to be my favorite doctor. Capaldi is now. Oh, I mean, I mean, uh, David Tennant used to be my favorite doctor, but Capaldi just, particularly in that last season, just sort of blew every other expectation out of the water with me. Uh, as soon as he um, started I'm having the puns and stuff, I was like, I'm loving this. Right. <laughs> 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 breaking out some Beethoven on an electric guitar. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um but my I mean my order used to be Tom Baker, David Tennant, 
Matt Smith, you know, and then some more, you know, but those were my top three. Yeah. I can't say that anymore. I cannot. I I will say, however, that Matt Smith is, is, um, who's the, the 11th doctor. Um, he will always have a special place in my heart because he's the reason why I got into doctor who. <laughs> um, so, um, and by that, so, my uh my son's godfather introduced us to Doctor Who and it was with Eleven with Amy and Rory. And for those of you who don't know, you cannot watch Matt Smith's <laughs> you can't watch his his reign out of order. You just can't because there's so many different things that overlap and you're just I watched three episodes and I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah, I'm I'm finally actually sitting down and have been watching Matt Smith's stuff in order because all I ever saw was reruns on TV. And I'm now understanding that I had a lot of misconceptions. <laughs> a lot of misconceptions as to what the timeline was with him. It's like that <clears throat> meme on Facebook um, where, you know, only in Doctor Who do you have to like – do you have like crazy things where you have to ask like which one is the mom and which one's the daughter when you have River and Amy right next to one another? <laughs> right. Um, or um, there's the one where it's it's <laughs> you're getting you're getting shot at by your wife <laughs> while being watched <laughs> by your wife. You know, like while your while your wife watches you getting shot by your wife while your best friend is sitting there pregnant with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> what mind blown um but uh but yeah so (laughs) pretty pretty crazy pretty crazy stuff so you can't watch matt smith's out of order you just can't but because i was given like three random episodes (laughs) and which happened to be the one with the astronaut like coming i'm like what is going on right now one of the worst ones (laughs) just sort of I, mean, I was genuinely confused because you know he gets shot and then they go into the diner and he comes walking out of the oops walking out of the the bathroom you know and what is going on right now <laughs> <laughs> I was so so confused so I went back and and I was talking to Sharif my son's godfather and I I was saying um okay like like I got to go back and figure out what's going on. And he goes, "Oh, this isn't the first one." You know, and he tells me you got to go back and watch it from the beginning. So, I went back and I searched Doctor Who and it came up and it said 2005. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm it's going to be really easy for me to catch up." So, I started watching it and caught up and everything and couple like I want to say like a month and a half later cuz I binged watched the crap out of it cuz I just fell in love with it. And uh and so I I talked to Sharif and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like 3 episodes away from being caught up." And he goes, "There's no way." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm one of these people that I I can't watch things out of order unless there's like like there's nothing else on and I'm just not really interested, you know? Like I refused. I I watched Kickboxer way back when, and this was like, oh, we should watch Kickboxer three. And I'm like, I haven't seen the second one. I'm not gonna watch the third one. <laughs> Arguably, I could have watched either one of them, and they were not as good as the first. So, um, because I did go back, and it was bad. But all right, 
I digress. But when he told, he's like, there's no way you caught up. And I said, yeah, I went back and I started at season one. And he goes, there's no way that you watched all of that, all, you know, all of those episodes. Sharif, I went back and I watched from season one until now. Well, who was he? Like, I think his name was Christopher Eccleston. Oh, no, he's he's the ninth doctor. What? <laughs> what? And he goes, yeah, the show's been out. And then he takes me up into his his room with all of his library of DVDs. And he shows me some of like the classic ones. So, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he goes, yeah, this has been on since I was a little kid. I'm like, I'm not caught up. <laughs> so I got to watch some of the ones that he had, some of what I could find online and everything. And then um, Netflix for a while had the classic Who, you know, where it was a little bit of, of every doctor and everything. And then... The year of the 50th anniversary, BBC America had these ones that were, it was like a special with each of the, um, about each of the doctors. So there was a special about, you know, William Hartnell and then another, you know, like all the way down until, um, until Tenet. And then, um, and what it did is it had like a bunch of the companions and the writers and stuff of the show come and talk about like, their time on the on the show and um and then they would show you one episode from every one of the doctor's reigns. And I thought that was really cool because it would give you mm-hmm. like a sense of of the doctor's sense of kind of how how he acted overall. Yeah. You know? And so I'd have to say that it was just you you said that he that the first doctor, you know, who obviously William Hartnell's long past you know so they had someone else come and play him and i can't think of the actor's name but it was it was the guy who played filch in harry potter (laughs) yeah so he came i'm looking right now david bradley yeah that's it david bradley is his name i have my my cheater sheet here with all the actors names so david bradley um like i said he was he was argus filch in the Harry Potter, he came and he played the, you know, the first doctor. Since you've never seen any of the first doctor's episodes. Yeah. You said he just kind of seemed a little cranky, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, Arguably, I mean, I understand there is, there was certain extenuating circumstances going on in that He episode. was about to freaking regenerate. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like about to die is pretty much anyone's like, that would make anyone cranky. <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, so he, um, he was, he, do you, do you, it's not technically this, this season, it was the Christmas special, so I'm going to go for it. But if you haven't seen this past Christmas special, ignore this, this next little bit, there was a part in there where he said, I guess, you know, like, where's Susan? Do you remember, do you remember him saying this? Yeah. Okay. So Susan was his granddaughter. Right. I think, or niece. I don't remember, but. I think it was granddaughter. She traveled with him everywhere. Yeah. So she was his first companion. And so he had to be like this stout and like, like grandfatherly, like 
you're not allowed to break any rules. And, you know, keep in mind, this was in the 60s. Yeah. You know, like, and, I mean, big. They definitely emphasize the level of a very old-fashionedness <laughs> to him, too, you know. Because of how he treated the, you know, the females. Yeah. Um, you know, he lorded over them, you know. It was it was a different time period, you know. And, uh, and so um, he had to be that, like, grandfatherly but like i gotta teach you the ways of the world so there's a lot of responsibility on my shoulders not to mention if you think about it though you know this is he was away from gallifrey you know he's away from his people this is the first time since you know you know like he stole the tardis and and he went off on his own and everything and um you know and and i i honestly do not remember where it falls into, but he was also coming off of, you know, the time war and everything. So he, he had a lot of weight on his shoulders, you know? So, um, it's, and that's a pretty big deal. You know, it's a pretty big deal. Um, cause. I mean, he, he wasn't dealing with the time war at all. Then he escaped from it and had to go back to it was okay. what the story much, was. Much later I, yeah. on. Okay. So that's why he kind of stole it and everything, because because the time war was the big war between the Daleks and the and the Time Lords and everything, the two like superior species at the time and everything. Um, there were there were talks of it and everything, and and him being who he was, who at the time was more of a pacifist and everything, and didn't really want to you know get into it. He he was like, I don't want to do this, and he stole the TARDIS and went away. So. Gotcha. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's that. Um, I don't claim to be a pro, you know like <laughs> there's so much professional to, knowledge to, of the classic who of, of it. Yeah, but it's hard. But yeah, but I mean, the very first episode ever had the Daleks in it. Oh yeah, yeah, and so so we it there was rumors and stuff of of the time war and stuff so he knew that that was coming or something and so that he he went away gotcha so yeah because i know it ultimately he didn't necessarily return to the time war until he was like the eighth doctor going into war doctor huh well because the the war doctor was the one that ultimately ended the time war right which the war doctor was is sort of outside of the the number system, right? He, he was, so I'm wondering uh, where you're coming from with this. Where do you think the war doctor falls in in the time system in the number system? I mean, he's he's between eight and nine, isn't he? What like what do you mean? He like he was the the regeneration that happened after eight. Oh, okay, yes. Yes. Yeah. Where do you think that falls in his life, though? Where that falls in his life? <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs> I mean, there is no timeline I mean, with the doctor. 1976. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the moon in 1969. Yeah. So, uh, no, it's he. He 
like he kind of counteracted himself or not counteracted. What's what's the word like circumvented? Yeah, I don't know. It went back a little bit, you know, so he already knew some stuff and then went back to the to the to the time war. So even though he was the regeneration, he had already known a lot of stuff about it and everything. and went back to shortly, shortly, like after the first doctor would have left Gallifrey. Oh, okay. Am I making sense? I suppose, yeah. Okay. So so let's say that because <clears throat> again, timey wimey wibbly. So from my understanding, so you had the first doctor, right? Yeah. And he left with, you know, he left and everything while there were talks of the time war and the, you know, the imbalances between the two species and everything and how that was gonna be. So he left then. He went and he first doctor, second doctor, third doctor, fourth doctor, fifth doctor, sixth doctor, seventh doctor, eighth doctor. Then the war doctor, which we learn about later anyways. Yeah. yeah. But that war doctor, he was there shortly after. So let's say that the first doctor left Gallifrey in some weird like 1.74 <laughs> Gallifreyan years, you know, Um who I don't know what year system they do on Gallifrey. I just don't know. So we'll we'll call it year one for right now. Yeah, I don't know. For the sake Even, of having for the a sake of having a relative. <laughs> <laughs> well, say he came back year three. Mm, okay. So, you know, it was it was that kind of weird thing. So he had lived all these other regenerations, but then went back to Gallifrey to help fight in the war and end the war. Shortly after the first doctor would have left. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. That's why I said, where do you think it falls on his, like, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, and it, and it seems like, uh, the time Lords in general don't necessarily have a concept of, uh, or don't care as much about like what age or whatever you're at with your generations. Right. Not, Cause like in that very same instance, um, <clears throat> Uh, you know, all the doctors showed up if they're, with their TARDISes and whatnot to help solve the situation, which I don't know how much I want to go into. I mean, I assume we can probably assume that anybody listening to this either doesn't care about the spoilers or... Well, I, we said that we wouldn't do spoilers it, of yeah, this, other, season, other this season. Anything else is fair game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they all, they all showed up to, to basically... Apparently the listeners are listening better than my own husband who's hosting this. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully they're listening better than me. Uh, all right. So then they all showed up to fix it. And, you know, the, the Time Lord Council said, said, uh, oh, the doctor showed up and they're like, what, which one? And they said, all of them, all 13, I think was the phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, they that, said all 12 and then, and there's no way you mean 13. Yeah. Because then that's when and Capaldi's, then Capaldi's eyes... angry face eyes <laughs> <laughs> came in to save the day. Um, yeah. So I don't, it, it feels like they, they sort of consider like all those doctors existing all at the same time as far as... Well, if you think about Gallifrey's it, though, like concerned. it was always it was always stated that the TARDIS, the TARDIS never brought the doctor where he wanted to be, but where he needed to be. 
Yeah. So theoretically, the doctor didn't need to know what was going on as long as the TARDIS brought him to it and then he could figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that is, by the way, how each and every episode goes, if you don't, if you've never watched this, literally, he pretty much just, the TARDIS takes him somewhere. He's, he usually is trying to go somewhere, doesn't always land correctly. You know, he sort of lands where the TARDIS wants him to go and then he just sort of stumbles out and pokes around and figures it out. <laughs> does what he needs to do so all right and for those of you who don't know the tardis is his ship all right and um in a lot of the classic who it looks like just like this cylinder the silver cylinder but then um he um made it look he made it there's a chameleon circuit in it which chameleon circuit you can figure out what that means it's going to blend it in camouflage camouflage and uh it turned it into like like a 60s police box, you know, the throw someone in there that's in trouble, lock the thing and call, you know, call the police for them to come pick them up kind of thing. Um, And so, um, but the chameleon circuit broke while the TARDIS was in this police box state. So um, it has pretty much been frozen into this police box state ever since that happened. Um, and, the spaceship is called the TARDIS, which stands for, do you remember, babe? Time, Time and, and Relative Dimension in space. space. Um, I had to test you. <laughs> I mean, Capaldi made sure to remind us. But, you know. Right. <laughs> um, can I, I, because you brought up Capaldi. I freaking loved it when River took him into the TARDIS. <laughs> He goes, finally, it's my turn. <laughs> and he goes and he goes, I get to do this oh, properly. Right, right, right. Yeah. My thoughts of time and dimensions have gone right down the drain. <laughs> my whole world has been rocked. <laughs> Freaking love it, yeah. So that was such a great flip of things. Oh, it was great. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. So, um, but, (laughs) and all right. So going back though, the TARDIS, his ship stands for time and relative dimension in space, which means it can go anywhere, you know, in time and space, you know, and it's all relative, you know, um, but it's bigger on the inside. So, you know, it looks like this little like four by four, police box but when you walk inside it's got like you know 70 some rooms and the main console and a swimming pool (laughs) although we never get to see the swimming pool i would for once like to see the swimming pool (laughs) (laughs) it would be nice to have an episode where they're not in like crisis in the in the tardis and just sort of vacationing inside it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um but yeah, so phenomenal. So yeah, so his his TARDIS, um, it has a conscience of his of of her own, as we a found that she is yeah consciousness. Yeah. Um, and and we will say that it is a her because she actually does have a spot in one of the shows, and it's Brandon. It's one of Brandon's favorite episodes, actually. Yeah, I actually need to see that. I mean, I I've seen it on TV parts of it. I've never actually seen that episode. I feel like I feel like I sh- if I would have known 
How far behind you were in Doctor Who before we got married? I feel like that would have been like a prerequisite for us to get married is you need to be caught up on Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was mildly caught up with the, with the newer stuff, but the older stuff I had Swiss cheese. <laughs> there are a lot of holes. Yeah. Um, so, so, but the TARDIS has like this, this consciousness and has, um, you know, this, the time space continuum stuff in its, in its core and takes the doctor, not always where he wants to be, but where he needs to be. So the TARDIS overrules some of the doctor's inputs <laughs> yeah. and takes some places. And, uh, and so it's, I mean, that's pretty, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, the TARDIS is or, actually one of, one of Brandon's favorite characters, even yeah. though it's not really a character, it's a character in his mind. Yeah. Or kidnaps Nardole and takes him back to the <laughs> future. Yep. <laughs> so speaking of Nardole, I'm going to go a little personal here, yeah. right? Yeah, so I kind of thought you, you might use this moment for that. Really? Really? Is yeah. that why you, you purposely put it in? Is that what happened? No, no. It just occurred to me as I said it. <laughs> So Doctor Who means so much to us that every animal in our house either has a Disney name or a Doctor Who name. I have to say that they either have a Disney name because we had to name one of our dogs, Eva, from Wally. Yeah. Another one of our dogs came with his name and our guinea pig came with his name. So we're not going to – we didn't name them. They already had their names, so we're not going to count them. <laughs> yeah. But we had Donna. Unfortunately, she did pass away. Being a vet tech, I take all the crazy – like animals who might not have long to live and just spoil them rotten and take care of them. That's what I do. <laughs> yep. So we had Donna who was named obviously after Donna. Um, I had such a proud geeky mom moment when that happened because um, Steven was the one that named her and we found her as, as a kitten and everything. She was nearly frozen to death. Turns out she had, feline aids so she didn't have much much time anyway but we we nursed her back to health and um she became our little chunky chew kitten and <laughs> um but we were given her her very first bath once she had stabilized and gotten a little strength and everything we gave her her first bath and she didn't fight us at all she was letting us do it but she was like screaming bloody murder <laughs> <laughs> she didn't fight us, like, but she was just like yowling like crazy. So Stephen came up with the name Donna at that time because she had red hair and was sassy. <laughs> it yep. was like proud mama moment right there. <laughs> and and you know we went on further from that and even got um shoot blanking on her name. What are you? The name of Donna's actress, Catherine Tate. Yeah. Catherine, we we shared that story of Catherine Tate, and she uh, recorded a video for our son. Yeah, because Stephen couldn't make it to Awesome Con the the year that we met her, and then this past year when we went to MegaCon down in in Florida, and we talked about the so Stephen got to finally meet her, and she was just, oh, that's so sweet, you know, <laughs> like you named a cat after Donna, like it was great. Hey, I actually sounded pretty good like her right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I said pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then we have, we, we have Bo from the face of Bo. Yeah. Um, cause by rights, this cat should have 
should should not have lived as long as he <laughs> he was inbred and just lots of health issues and stuff so you know he's he lived a lot longer and and things that should have killed him ha- you know didn't so we have Bo and uh and we have Clara and Strax those are our cats we just got our new bunny Nardole so this is why this this topic is so near and dear to me. Like, just saying, I love talking Doctor Who. Yeah. Once you start, you don't you don't shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> but you had yeah. mentioned that you saw an article about the TARDIS. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't actually get to read it because it, it popped up on Facebook and Facebook did one of those things where, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what you sort of left on my page, but then the second that you actually uh, look at it. I'm going to refresh you and put you back at the top of the the news feed. (laughs) Oops. So I couldn't figure out where it went. Uh, But it had mentioned, uh, because the the newest doctor, uh, we've seen the inside of her TARDIS now, and it has a different look. You're giving spoilers. Yeah. Every doctor has had it like yeah. a different look in his TARDIS, though. You didn't have to go into the new doctor. Okay. I mean, I, I, I can't, I wouldn't necessarily, it's terrible spoilers. Uh huh. Because every doctor's had, had a different look. Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, there's, I guess, some sort of rumors that the new look is not actually the new doctor's look. But, uh, well, we'll wait we and see what happens with that. We can't go too deep into that because we didn't want to give away spoilers. And, and to go into why that might be possible would involve some spoilers. Oy. We'll see what happens with that. And we'll, we'll, we'll visit that a, at another time. So, I mean, the, the implication of that could mean something kind of cool. Or something very evil. Well, exactly. But I love the villains, so... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's some villains that creep me out. I don't know. I might be the only one out there, but the the episode with the dollhouse that oh, tick tock goes the clock, and I can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Brandon knows that he can get me every time by starting to sing that. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. It's crazy. Those things freak me out. <laughs> they do. They freak me out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, but the thing is, is that you're so, so that article must have implied you, I don't understand how you got that much information without seeing the whole article, but it, 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 that implies that each doctor's had a say in the way that their, that their TARDIS looks. Well, not a direct say at least, but I, I actually just looked it up a sec, uh, a little bit ago. Uh, oh, so you but, found the article? No, 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 not the article, but oh. the, the information on uh, so um, uh, it is it is a thing in Doctor Who where the theme of the the center console and the inside the interior of the TARDIS is somewhat based on the Doctor's new personality and preferences, and that's why it shifts because it shifts because the Doctor's personality has shifted. Okay. It's, it's all related to the psychic circuitry and whatnot of the TARDIS. And... Well, I mean, I get that. I just, I don't, okay. So it's not like a direct, yeah, I'm de- this is definitely my choice in design. I, de- I totally took the time to design it. It's more of a, it it feels what their new aesthetic is. 
in their mind. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's been changes, like, you know, with Capaldi, he had the chalkboard and a lot of stuff, you know, with I like music Capaldi's and library and stuff. You know, I mean, I definitely, I definitely see that. But that would imply that the TARDIS knows who the doctor is before the doctor themselves knows. It's possible. <laughs> I mean, it has the time vortex within itself. It's true. So, you know. It is true. All right. Well, that that's an interesting, that's an interesting thing. So I have to ask. So you said you said your favorite companion is Rose. Yeah. And Capaldi is now your favorite doctor. Yes. <laughs> Hands down. The last season just, was just, it was incredible. Okay. Um, Brandon, I know his, his is David Tennant and it probably always will be. Yeah. Oh, it probably always will be. Yeah, Tennant was mine and I, I can, I'm, I could totally feel for him. Yeah. I mean, Tennant is brilliant. Oh, yeah. I thought he's, he was absolutely brilliant. If there's ever someone that I would freaking love to meet, it would be him. You know, like, and I'm not just talking like meet and greet, like, like quickly sign the autograph. Like, I would love to sit down and talk to him. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For so many reasons. Like, I'm, I just, oh, I love David Tennant. Um, Matt Smith, though, he will always have, like I said, a place in my heart because he's the one that dragged me into this, this, this life. Uh, yeah, I didn't choose the Whovian life. The Whovian life chose me, dragged me, and said, run. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stepped out of police box and grabbed you by the arm and said, run. Oh my God, that would be like a dream come true. Like, the doctor <laughs> says, I need your help. Let's go. And I'm like, okay. There's a police box right there waiting for me. Well, there's an interesting question. Yeah. So even though he's your favorite doctor, would he be the one that you would want to travel with? Ooh. Like, I mean, based off of what happened in like the last the last ish episodes, he, he, there was a certain level of irresponsibility that I felt that he had. You haven't even seen the last of his episodes. I'm sorry. You're not allowed to comment. <laughs> the, la- the last of Capaldi's episodes or Tennant's episodes? Tennant. Oh. Oh, okay, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was saying. Oh, my bad. Okay, <laughs> Capal- no. All right. If, if we wanted so Capaldi, Capaldi to be the one to pick me up, see, I'd I'd, I'd be a little uncertain. Okay, so who? What doctor would you like to travel with? I mean, yeah, I think I would choose Tennant. Yeah. Yeah, the tenth doctor. Yeah, I don't know who I would choose. I feel like knowing what I know, I'd feel a little safer with him. <laughs> Although I don't know, I feel like like with Capaldi, once you got him, once you, once you got him in your corner, there's no getting rid of him. You know, yeah. I mean, the fact when Clara pulled the crap she pulled with the keys and the lava, even though it wasn't real lava, but still, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, once he's, you know, what? <sighs> but I mean, but then you had the whole thing of me, which, you know, kind of effed things up with me. A little bit. Ultimately, I, I mean, it worked out, but and then the, the whole thing of me and Clara, and then finally the whole thing of Bill with you know the Cyberman incident, and it him, wasn't his fault though. He knew, he knew, okay, that 
time was slower and he took the time to, you know, I know given, I know it was a distractionary tactic, but I feel like he could have gone a little bit faster with it and done something a little, little quicker to get down to where he was getting down to. Cause he knew that the, that time was, that time was dilated due to the, the black hole. Yeah, but I don't think he knew that they were Cybermen down there. No, but he knew that something took her. And he knew that she was potentially dead. But that he was planning on going and getting her. But, I mean, with all the the mathematical equations and stuff that he can, you know, do in his head and how smart he is, there's no way you can tell me that he didn't know exactly how much time was dilated between there and whichever floor that she was going to. I mean, could he figure that out without knowing, like, the exact number of floors and stuff? Because the guy couldn't give him the exact they, they number. Were to- they were told the length of the ship was 400 miles. And and he was told that they were being taken to the front of the ship. Huh. Or the back of the ship, technically. <laughs> That's still getting you. Yeah, That's I know. Still- <laughs> so, so confusing. Anyway, not confuses me, but, you know, just throws me off a little. Yeah. They were still... He knew that they were going to the very far back of the ship. He knew it was a 400-mile-long ship. And given, I mean, you might not know the size of a black hole, but, I mean, I think you could still estimate some bit of the dif- the difference in, you know, one second here is a year there. Yeah. I don't know. He was, he was but the thing was, was, he was, if you think about it, though, he was a little torn between Missy and Bill, though. Because yeah. the reason why he was doing that was while the, why they were there is because he was giving Missy that that time, you know, like that that chance to prove herself, you know, because he does care about her. So here's so here's a question though, because we've seen we saw what happened, you know. Do you do you think this is the end for Missy, or do you think that she would have found a way? Uh, I mean, I think. I, I think she was bluffing the whole time about not remembering what was what went on in that whole thing. I mean, but it's been said before that when when two get together because of of the stuff, then you know the I memory of the situation does yeah does alter. So I don't think I think there were some things she remembered, like the thing that she's I always carry a spare. You know, yeah, this scary lady once told me. You know, uh-huh. so I mean. Like I, I don't think she, I'm. I'm talking about at the end though, when yeah, he no, like no, so got I'm, her in the I, back. Like, I was getting to that. I feel like she remembers far more than she was letting on about the whole thing. So I feel like, plus her knowing herself, I feel like she can't though. I feel like she can't. I feel like she couldn't remember all of it because some of it had yet to pass. Timey wibby wibbly wobbly. I'm sorry. It's I know. You know, like I don't think she made up her mind until that exact moment and because she couldn't make it up at that exact until that exact moment, I don't think that the timeline would have allowed her to remember it. Yeah, I don't know, but her laugh in the end, I mean, it could have either been a very sarcastic laugh as in ha, you know, I guess this is how it goes. I kill myself. Um or it could have been the ha, I saw this coming. I made preparations. Okay, regardless, uh, I don't I don't think we're going to agree on that, but do you think she's gone or not? I don't think she's gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Missy is gone. Okay. I think the master is going to show up again. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He's such a long long running character. I mean, yeah, I don't I I can't see them getting rid of it. I kind of, I kind of want to like, I kind of want to see where it goes though. Like, will she stay good? 
because she was it did it did seem like she was turning good it really did yeah i really i really hope that uh that that continues to to go that way for sure yeah it's hard to say because like you know each regeneration causes its own little personality shifts so you know it could shift the wrong direction back the old way personally i'm i'm expecting vigilante style hero thing going on where it's a little bit more messy than the doctor but more missy style like solving problems personally i kind of like i don't want the goodness to come out to be more of a romantic thing so i kind of now that we know that the doctor is female i kind of want the female part to stay you know, I want Missy to still be Missy instead of the master. Yeah. Um. So that way, if there is a shift in morals, it will be because of friendship and not because of some sort of relationship thing. Because I feel right. like a lot of people will be like, oh, boy, girl, like, oh, he, you know, she's only turning because, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I just don't think I don't I don't I don't think I'm ready for the doctor to be in another relationship just yet. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I'm 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 quite happy with like the relationships that he had. Now I feel like, he, yeah, he's it'd be better off as like a the, the friendship thing that they've always sort of had going with him and Master. Okay, so you all right? So we're gonna. Go, I'm gonna go back to. So you said Rose was your favorite companion. Yes, and you said it's because you stuck your foot in the ground and said <laughs> she's my favorite. Yeah. Where Where did did that happen? Where did you stick your foot in the ground? Where did I stick my foot in the ground? I mean, like what specifically made you say she was gonna be my favorite? Ah. Uh... I mean, I really, I feel like it was pretty much the last, the last episode of the Ninth Doctor, where she, you know, became Bad Wolf, and uh, you know, gave her whole spiel, made Captain Jack Harkness immortal, and you know, just obliterated the you know existence of the Daleks and everything. But like, I, I mean, I enjoyed her the whole culmination up to that point, as well as the whole like hidden story arc that was happening up to that point as well. I mean, there's almost always a hidden story arc in all of the yeah. doctor's seasons. Yeah. Um, so now, I mean, even though it's technically not her, that's the bad wolf anymore. It's just the actress being the bad wolf when it reappears in the war. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, but she, yeah, she was the bad wolf, but, 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 uh, I think Bad Wolf was more the like the the name that she gave to the the time vortex power that she had in her head though. Yeah, well I mean so. that that's essentially what it was. It was the that time vortex power became n- named itself Bad, Bad Wolf. Wolf as the clues and stuff. Yeah. Would it have changed your mind? You know, she actually contemplated leaving with Eccleston. Yeah. Do you know the story? No, I didn't know the story. Okay. So she actually contemplated leaving the show with Eccleston. Yeah. And someone once asked her, what made you stay? And she said, I met David Tennant, plain and simple. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Read into that as you will, you know. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, 
you know, and and so that was, you yeah. know, that was kind of a cool little thing that that. And I, th- I also feel like it helped that you know she was the start of tenants, tenor. <laughs> tenants tenor. Ten- tenants tenor. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like she also sort of helped build into how awesome tenant was. I think like her her speech, you know, and everything kind of like. It explained everything that everyone feels with their with the, with a new doctor, you know. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but she, you know, vaguely, you know, I know him. I've walked with him. I've you know, I've ran with him. I've I've done you know, but I don't know him. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, and I that's where I'm at right now with 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 Whitaker. I'm like, I like her. I know this is the doctor. I know I'm going to love the doctor. I don't love her right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like she's got to grow on me. Yeah, especially well, since Capaldi was just blew everything out of the water because Tenet was my favorite. Like was well was my second favorite until you know until Capaldi, and now Tenet's my third favorite because Tom Baker is still ahead of of Tenet for me. Yeah, I love Tenet. I do. I mean, Tom Baker could be for me, but I just haven't seen him. He's the one that originated the Jelly Babies, so that's why. I like know, when right? when when Capaldi offered that, I was like, oh, like I was like, <laughs> that that was the final nail in the coffin. I was like, yeah. yep. I don't, he's- know, I don't know if I told you at, at uh, Renaissance Festival one year, I met a guy dressed up, full on, very authentic looking Tom Baker, Fourth Doctor, and he was actually passing out actual Jelly Babies. That's awesome. Yeah. And he had a, a stroller with his with his uh, uh, young son in it, and his son was dressed up as David Tennant. That's great. <laughs> That's great. I know it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> we I, we met someone at Motor City Comic Con one year that was dressed as Tom Baker, and he had Jelly Babies as well, and Tom Baker's sonic screwdriver as well. Yeah. So he was like full on like. Tom Baker and I was like, "That's fantastic." Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure this guy also had a Sonic. And apparently, his wife made the scarf too. His nice. wife, girlfriend, someone in his life made the scarf. That's awesome. But it was it was pretty sweet. Um, ooh, I don't. Because I've only seen like one episode of of his stuff so far, and it was like a, a half of a of a you know of a major story arc or whatever. But it was like continued next week. I'm like, I won't be here next week to be able to watch this. <laughs> I don't get the station where we where we live. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, they we did see that that there is some on Prime Video now, so Yeah. So you have to watch some. Totally gonna look into that. I might I'm torn between starting right at the as far in the beginning as I can or just starting at the fourth doctor. You should at least watch like one predicament of every doctor. I say this because each predicament was like you can't just watch one episode because yeah. Back then it was like one predicament was 4 to 6 episodes. Yeah, and then that's the, the situation I came across. Right. It's like we've shown you this one episode and wait till next week to watch the next. I right. can't. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a TARDIS, I'll make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I got, I gotta say, Donna was my favorite companion, though. Yeah, I really do. I, I love Rose Tyler. I, I really did like Martha. I really did. 
Um, I just feel like her her whole thing was just like neatly tied up in a little bow, and she got to, you know, marry marry Ricky Mickey. <laughs> you know, Mickey was pretending to be Ricky for a while, and then came back and was Mickey. So it could be yeah, Mickey, I'm, Ricky, Ricky. I'm Mickey. still confused on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, so so I I. I like her and I I love that she was she was what the doctor needed at the time and everything. I loved I loved 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 the relationship between her and Jack Harkness. Yeah. And I really need you to start watching Torchwood because she actually um made an appearance in Torchwood. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So and it came like their relationship came out more in that one and everything too because you know they actually started doing more of the uh, the thing. So do you remember when they were both there with the doctor on the planet um, at the end of the thing where they first met Professor Professor Yano? Uh, or is that one that you haven't seen? No, I've seen that one. Okay, so um, they started making like oh you know blonde hair you know you get oh yeah like. Rolled their, you know, oh, rolled yeah, their eyes that. that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. So, oh, she was blonde too. Like that's just great. <laughs> 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 so it kind of like continued in, you know, in in Torchwood a little, and you get to see like their friendship and and camaraderie come out in that as well, and that's pretty awesome. Hmm. Um. So. But I just, Donna, I just, I don't know. I feel like maybe it's the sob story that gets me, you know, because she just got shafted so hard. Like Rose Tyler got, you know, the second doctor, like, you know, got like, <laughs> you know, the, the half doctor, half human. She got her happy ending. Martha got Mickey and headed up, un- you know, like got to do like unit stuff and everything. And she was very happy and like, <laughs> like going through and I'm like, I'm like, Donna got shafted. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like Clara had, you know, had Danny Pink. And when he passed, yeah, that sucked. But then she became a whole new level of companion for, for the doctor, you know. Yeah. And I don't care what anyone says. I'm sure that there's like, there was some, like, depending on what he needed, she was there. She had that level of of companionship for him. And I think some of it was a little bit romantic. I don't care what anybody's there's. I'm not saying it was huge. I'm not. But yeah. there was a definite level of love in, in their relationship. And that is why the doctor went like insane and refused to give up anything when he was in that that time vault thing. Yeah. And he broke through that freaking diamond like substance. Is it me? Oh yeah, that's you. Uh it's Chris. Um so there's there's that there's that certain level, you know, that um that no one can convince me otherwise. There is that level of love that was there. Yeah, I mean, I I can definitely see that cuz particularly she was also really thrown off when he uh when he became Capaldi the 12th that or I don't yeah. think I don't think the romanticism was there though. I really don't. I that was more like like she was kind of like the older sister that needed to um be there. Oh, what did I do? Okay. 
she, you know, she was she was the older sister that needed that needed to, like keep him on track, you know. Yeah. So, but her, I mean, even at the end, though, you know, she got to keep her memories and stuff, and I'm so glad he got the memories back of her. Like, I can't even, I can't even tell you how happy that makes me. Yeah. You know, but I'm glad that she got to keep the because. And the thing is, too, is like that entire episode where he goes in in the diner and everything, and it was the diner that mm-hmm. was in the astronaut episode and everything. Yeah. Um. You know, when he goes in there, like the entire thing, you're like, oh, no, she doesn't remember. Like, you're really thinking it was her, you know? Yeah, that didn't remember. And then it was him that had all the memories and it's like. <laughs> so. Um. That, like, the first time I watched that, that, like, threw me. And I was like, no! Because he he needed those memories to kind of keep keep that part of him, you know? Yeah. So, and I think that's where the irresponsibility came from. Okay. Is him not having the memories of Clara. I think that that's where the irresponsibility and the slight lack of empathy came from is because he didn't have Clara and all the lessons and stuff that he learned from Clara. Mm. I'm, I really, I really do believe that I really do. Yeah. And so when he got those memories back, that's, you know, that's where you see that shift too, you know, where he kind of goes back to it. But Donna, she just got shafted so hard, you know, and like, she grew so much with the doctor, you know, and gained so much self-worth and helped so many people. Yeah. And the fact that she couldn't remember it. <laughs> and just got dropped back off and nothing ever happened. Bye. That, I mean, that was really hard. Yeah. Maybe one day they'll uh, they'll revisit the whole Donna thing. Um. Yeah, I, like I don't know because if if we revisit it, then that means that unless they find a way to make a loophole, I mean, which they it's do, Doctor it's Doctor Who. Yeah, it's, it's fan. But that fiction. one was pretty. It's fan fiction, and we need a way to make this happen. Yeah, we'll write a way to make it happen. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it happened. Um. Just, yeah. But she was by far, like, she was by far my favorite companion of New Hope, for sure. And uh, Clara was fantastic. I don't, I don't like her. (laughs) I I respect her. I like, I love what, what her character did for the doctor. I don't like her. I don't know. I just, I, I did not like her right up until. Like her last, like half of her final season, yeah. And then I finally started started to like her a bit, but it was, it was I I don't know, sort of really late in the game, yeah. to start liking her in some ways. Okay, and it was it was just you know because after her whole, you know, deciding that she could be the doctor type thing and getting herself killed, uh where it seemed like she sort of learned a lesson from that. But it was sort of too late. You're already dead. 
that uh, I feel like, you know, she started actually, you know, really having some levels of wisdom and, and some likability and yeah. Do you have, I'm going to, I'm going to write down my guess. All right. Uh, do you have a favorite villain or a monster? I mean, generically speaking, uh, uh, like, oh, I don't know. Overarchingly, I love the Daleks. Like, they're my favorite. Aww, like my favorite. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let okay. Because I think I know what your answer is. And, and like, and there's my sort of favorite return villain and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I also have a level of the Narada. Yay! I wrote it down. Is, I was right. what I figured is. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love, but I don't necessarily consider them a villain per se. I mean, I said or monster. A monster. Okay. All right. I guess I can consider them a monster of a sort. I mean, they were killing off people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care what your reason for. You know, like, like you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay. So villain, villain wise, like the Daleks, and I mean, anti hero wise, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows when she comes back? She might start turning into to you know to some sort of hero. Yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, monster wise, the Vasha Narada. Just yeah. I mean, I I just always you know enjoy making references to. Oh no, you have two shadows. <laughs> <laughs> Which, let's face it, though, if you're on stage, you can have, like, 11. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> been there, done that. Like, I'm not going to lie. The I watched that episode, and then I had, like, I had a recital. Because I, you know, I watched, I watched, yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't a recital. Hold on. I watched that episode, and then what was I doing? Oh, it was Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was up on stage and they they did something with the lights and then someone was like, look at all the shadows you've got. And first, like, I freaked out for a second. Like, I totally <laughs> forgot. I like, I was up on stage. Lights were doing stuff. It was, we were doing shadow cast, setting up stuff and everything. And, and someone was like, yeah, look at all the shadows when he's got. And my heart stopped for a second. I'm like, wait a second. Nope, nope. I am not surrounded by Whovians right now. Like, like someone genuinely is not trying to freak me out right now. Like, <laughs> but that's where my head went. And it was really creepy. Um, yeah. I would like to, to pose something for, for people, for our, you know, who listen afterwards and everything and stuff or who just aren't feeling too courageous right now to, you know, to talk and stuff. So but if you've, if you've made it through this far in the episode, <laughs> here, here's Wendy's. I told you once you start getting me to talk about Dr. Who, I don't stop. Oh yeah. Um, I had no issue that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I would like to know, cause I mean, everyone, like there's, there's only, you know, 12, 12 doctors to really, you know, choose from for your favorite doctors and stuff. But I would love to know your favorite doctors your favorite companions and your favorite villains or monsters, you know? Um, and um, I know you had, you had talked about maybe looking up some news on stuff. Did you get a chance to do that? I, no, I tried. I, no, I, I did. I did try to look up some like recent geeky news type stuff, but I, there was really nothing that was blown. I mean, Luke Cage has been canceled on Netflix. was pretty much the highlight. And I heard 
and Iron Fist. And Iron Fist. And Iron Fist. Yeah. Okay. I didn't get that memo yet. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Iron Fist was first. Yeah. Iron Fist was first. Okay. That's probably why it was older news. Um. So, um. So we need to get to watching this so that we can have that episode that's been recorded. Well, I mean, at least they're not like completely leaving though, you know, because, you know, we yeah. still have the defenders. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's another thing that we got to like, like totally get, you know, get going and everything, like get back on because I've watched the first full season of Jessica Jones and the first couple episodes of Luke Cage and that's where I've gotten. <laughs> I need to get into that. So, yeah. um, I know I can't wait to to own Ant Man and the Wasp. That was just recently. Um, oh, came out on DVD. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, we need to do that. <laughs> um, so you need and to see what kind of bonus features. I know it's not really too. like news per se, but um, so Wreck It Ralph two now has a new trailer. If y'all haven't seen it, you should. It's oh, yeah. really fun. Um, Goosebumps two is coming out. Like, there's a lot of lot of stuff is coming out. Um, yeah, we really do need to see Venom because yeah, I've been do. hearing mixed reviews on that. I re- like Randy. Have you seen Venom? I haven't seen it yet either. Okay, I I really do want to see it. Yeah. Um, My brother said it's it's a good movie to watch, but it's not like a great movie. You know what I'm looking forward to though is further in the year. Um, of course, Wreck It Ralph, right? But um, but um, Mary Poppins Returns. How do you feel about that, Randy? I have no feelings. No feelings. <laughs> I know. I, I keep putting him on the spot. Um, I'm. I'm curious about how that's gonna go. I'm. Yeah. I'm. 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 I want to see Smallfoot too. Like a, not Smallfoot too, but Smallfoot as well. Yeah. That that looked like. I mean, that looks like a really cute thing. But I don't think it's. Um. I think it's just like just left theaters, maybe, or just still in theaters. I don't know. I know. It's probably on its way out by now. Um, we saw Christopher Robin. That was pretty awesome. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So definitely want to like, like check out some of the, some, you know, some of the movies, are, but the one yeah. that I'm really excited about plain and simple is Mary Poppins returns. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I guess I'll, uh, there was one other highlight in the, the news that I hear headlines and stuff of articles I'd seen was, uh, <clears throat> apparently, Wreck It Ralph two has been forbidden from calling Kylo Ren Braddy. Braddy? Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> they were gonna make some joke or whatever about Kylo Ren being a bratty spoiled child or whatever, throwing a tantrum. And they went and they went and uh, showed Lucas Studios it to get their approval. And Lucas is like, "That's our main villain. Could you please not?" <laughs> I feel like I feel like that it would be like more of a of a like. What did they say? Bad press is still is still good press. I know, right? Like, I feel like it, it'd still be a, a. I mean, more people would probably laugh at that and like be like, "Oh, it's kind of true." And then you know, mm-hmm. no one's gonna like lose respect over Vos- right. you know, over. You know, no, I've decided to not go see the next Star Wars because I saw this in Wreck It Ralph too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be a case at all. I really don't. I think that was kind of a poor decision on that. Yeah. Um. So is, they're probably just not going to have Kylo Ren really show up at all. I imagine, and yeah, you're off too. Oh, so I have news from our, our our last episode though. So I did find a video with the song. I tried finding the original one that I that I, I saw, and I I could not. I failed, guys. 
But I will be posting the like YouTube video of like the song of the guy singing it. It's just not like the live version where he had other comedians and stuff kind of like it, you know, but I want to, I want to show that. So we did, I did find that from our last episode. So there will be that coming up on our, our Facebook here shortly. And, um, so I did that. Uh, Scott is going to get better at looking up news for stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I, I have saved somewhere a list of, of news sites to check. I only remembered about three of them. We're going to get, be- we're going to get better on doing some Instagram stuff because I feel like that would be a fun way to interact with people as well. More, uh, reach a couple more people that way yeah. as well. And I'll have an easier time making posts with that because I've been doing posts with pictures now. Yeah. It always seems to get more attention. I mean, it catches people's eyes. Yeah, I know. Um, and we are still trying to, def- you know, to just kind of get a feel for this two hour stuff. So, um, I don't want to drag it on for another 30 minutes. No one wants to hear more views of my stuff on Doctor Who, which I could talk about for like 30 days, not just 30 minutes. Yeah. If you ever want to shoot an email to one of us or something, you can always like say, Hey, this one is for Scott or this one is for Wendy or just for both of us. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just something that I'm super passionate about and, you know, Disney and Doctor Who, you'd be pretty hard pressed to find a question that I wouldn't be able to, to have a conversation with you on. That's for sure. So, um, feel free to reach out on us on that. But yeah, I want, I want to know, you know, if you watch Doctor Who, if you do favorite doctor, favorite companion, favorite monster or villain. And I'll, uh, post it on our page as well yeah so definitely just you know it's like um we we love this to be interactive and everything we do have some interactivity and stuff um and and we we do love it anytime that someone gets in touch with us we love it absolutely yeah so um you know keep it coming and everything and i think today we should just keep it <laughs> keep it at an hour and a half and not bore people to death and because believe you me i can <laughs> so i'm wendy and I'm Scott. And Randy's making a song. Sometimes it's hard to do. <laughs> As I just clicked the mute button for a second. Oh. <laughs> Accidentally. <laughs> we love having him interject a lot of stuff, too. So, you know, when there's stuff, you know, that that he's a part of, it's fun. When it's so, something I know about. Yes. I know zero about Doctor Who. Yeah. That's okay. It's, it's one of those things that you, like, either watch it or you don't. There can't be an in-between. There really can't because... Otherwise, you'll just be confused as crap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I lived in a while at the in between, and I was, I mean, yeah, I was confused as crap, but <laughs> I enjoyed it, and I would have been glad to talk about it, even though I was confused as crap. Yeah. And you might have answered a lot of things wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but this is the Geek End update saying find a way to put some geek in your week, and we'll see you next time. Adios.